0: Welcome to Rush Hour Fitness Podcast, this is episode number three. I'm your host Terry and your co-host Malcolm here. Hey guys, what's going on? Alright, so in today's episode we're going to discuss about dieting, uh, different types of diets. Uh, we'll go into a few different diets here, briefly discuss about them, and then we'll give our experience on them. And also uh, our thoughts on nutrition in general. And then we'll get into discussing about some 30-day quick fixes and some, some bullshit, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> some bullshit that people market to you online on the internet. I can't wait for this one today. Alright, hope you guys enjoy. Alright, so the first diet we're going to talk about is uh, keto. So a lot of people right now is on this diet. Uh, It's kind of like a bandwagon. A lot of people are jumping on this diet because a lot of people can just see the results quickly and that's what people like to see, you know, quick results, you know, three to four weeks. I want to see that scale drop, you know, 10 to 20 pounds. Um, The reason why keto gives you That uh, success is because you're allowed to just drop a lot of water away in the beginning so how your body works is um, when it uses fuel as an energy source um, it uses either from carbohydrates or fats and um, it does use protein as well but that's the last resort in terms of fuel source so carbohydrates and fats are your main fuel sources what keto does is put your body into a ketosis state so it tells your body to use fat as the main fuel source so keto is a High fat, moderate protein, and a really low-carb diet. So you're having a lot of bacon, <laughs> a lot of oil, um, a lot of burgers. So you're not really having too many starchy foods such as your rice, your potatoes, um, even your fruits, uh, to be honest. So uh, you're mainly having, you know, your vegetables, your low-carb fruits, and that's about it. So you know my thoughts on this is that people take this diet and think it's going to be like the, a magical fix in terms of, you know, seeing all the results they want and then uh, keeping those results because, um, you know, you got to see those results if you have to get ready for, you know, a wedding and you cut out carbs in general uh, you're going to lose all that water weight you could lose all that bloat that you feel on your stomach and, you know, you're going to feel like you're thinner you got to feel better so, I mean, there's nothing wrong with this diet but I think people just uh, receive it and take it from the the professionals and also the people on Instagram, people on social media uh, the wrong way, because people try to market this diet as four weeks this, six weeks
1: this, and we will achieve those results um, you know what are your thoughts about it Malcolm see you know my my thoughts on you know keto you know or some of these diets in general is that you know most people who go on, on these diets aren't necessarily disciplined, so you know, when you get on something like this, you know, you most of the time they can't sustain this diet for a long period of time. So, like you said, it is for not not necessarily cool, for a quick fix. There are people who do it for a long long term. Some people don't necessarily pro, process carbs um, as well as other people. But you know, if you're not disciplined and you do this diet, it doesn't necessarily work. You know, in the long run. I mean, we always think about something that's going to sustain for a long period of time, longevity. Right. These kind of diets, like keto. I don't think this is something that you can you know sustain and last forever you know i I like the concept of it because you are so you are eliminating one entire uh source source of food, which is carbs um i obviously you do implement it as you go on in 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 the process, but uh keto, I feel like you know it it has its has its cap as far as like the results you're gonna get from it and as far as like you know how much weight you can lose from it. I don't think it's a necessarily a lifestyle change kind of diet you know what do you think there there initially. Of course you're gonna see all that weight loss because you're you're removing a food source
0: right yeah um, so if you're you're eating a ton of rice before and you stop eating a ton of rice, you're just eating less right <laughs> <laughs> duh duh just, like if you really think about it, you're just eating less right um you know, I like to eat a lot of rice, so if I were to be on keto, the amount of calories I drop is a ton. I'll probably drop about half of my calories just being on keto for
1: sure so. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that there's there's athletic keto out there where, you know, you eat carbs before you exercise, before you go into an athletic kind of competition. Um, I like that a little better than just, you know, no carbs at all. I think, I think that you should have some kind of carbs in your diet, you know, at some point in time. I don't think you should cut it out completely or even minimize it as much as it is minimized when you're on keto. Yeah, but of course there are some benefits to keto. Um, I know that keto... Mm-hmm are good
0: for people who have cancer Uh, reason being is because carbs is a a fuel source for cancer cells so when you remove carbs uh, definitely uh, reduces the risk of um, you know cancer cells growing so i know for people who who are cancer patients you know they could be on keto because it's better for the health but if you're just trying to be on keto just to lose that 10 pound then and then go back to your regular diet afterwards you just get gaining back so exactly. it's all about longevity and uh, sustainability
1: yep
0: all right so the next diet we are get into is called intermittent fasting another uh, diet that's highly marketed in social media so how does diet work is you have a time frame where you're you're allowed to eat and you have a time frame where you're not allowed to eat so you start off from let's say a Twelve o'clock, eleven o'clock is when your eating window is, and you end around six, seven. So you're fasting, essentially for sixteen to eighteen hours, um, depending on a person. You could fast up to twenty-four hours, but Malcolm doesn't think yeah, that's. I, think, uh, I don't
1: think that's. I don't think that's smart at all, honestly. And why is that? Because if you're, if well, if you're someone who's who's working out, you know, and you're uh, doing some kind of strength training, or you're on some kind of like. A, programmed to build some kind of muscle right uh, I don't think that muscle is going to be able to uh, survive or do or be able to be productive after 24 hours after
0: 24 hours okay well of course I, I do think you should be consuming some type of uh, nutrients in your body uh, not directly after your workout Right? you don't need that protein shake right after but hey, don't somewhere between yeah window. don't miss that anabolic window for <laughs> those of you who still believe in that? Cause that that shit doesn't work. <laughs> uh, but maybe like two hours afterwards, you know, you gotta have something in your body, and so your body can start recovering, right? If you're fasting for 24 hours and you're worked out that day, you're probably not eating for another what, to uh, six eight hours? Yeah, six
1: eight hours, yeah. Six
0: eight hours. So you know your body's gonna want
1: to have fuel when you're sleeping in order to repair and rebuild. If if you if you didn't work out that day, or you just did cardio, then you know maybe I guess that's okay. But if you did a hard workout and you're gonna go into a twenty-four hour fast, or you go or you work out within that twenty-four hour fast, then you know it's like, what's you know what are you doing? You right, know?
0: All right, But let's get back on topic in terms of intermittent fasting. Yeah, come on, uh, I just wanted to give my thoughts. Um, so, uh, intermittent fasting, I definitely think it works for some people because me myself, I know other people as well do not like breakfast, so this diet is great if you don't like breakfast because you get to skip breakfast and then uh, you get to have a bigger lunch and a bigger dinner essentially right so there's this person I follow on Instagram shout out to Blake Uh, Blake 102 Blake 201 something like that Um, he has videos where he posts himself eating once a day and he eats a ton of calories so he's eating about 3,000 calories in one sitting so um, during the sitting you could have pretty much anything you can imagine anything, anything you want anything right? you want um, you can have your cheeseburgers you can have your tacos <laughs> you can have your desserts because <laughs> everything is just fit into that one meal and then he he doesn't eat again until that meal so um, if you like eating bigger portion meals um, I do recommend intermittent fasting um, but if you like to have food every couple of hours, every two hours or so, um, intermittent fasting may
1: not be the best option for you. For sure, yeah. I mean, I feel like it works best with, like, you know, our clients, because most of our clients are really, like, on the go often, and they get up really early in the morning to catch the train and go to, the, go to Manhattan, you know, right. so it's, it, makes, it makes sense for them, you know, because they like get up in the morning, and we ask them, you know, at 6 p.m. at night, would you have breakfast this morning? And they say, oh, I didn't have anything. You know, and it's yeah, I feel yeah. like intermittent fasting. You try, you can try and implement it to that to their lifestyle because they don't eat breakfast anyway. You know, yeah, yeah. Most yeah, people are in a rush. They're always in a rush. Always in a go. So yeah, most of them their first meal is at twelve o'clock at right. lunchtime, and then it's like okay, well, right. Start your meal then. Yes. You know, you go. You know, in between that, you know, twelve and eight period, you can mm-hmm. have, you know, whatever you whatever you have prepared with you mm-hmm. to, to eat, or if you want to get something while you're out. Uh-huh. Um, but always, you know, make the better choice, but at the same time, for, for our general population people, yeah, I feel like this is best for them, because they do work at 9 to 5, they do have kids, and they do have to get up extra early, you know, most of the days to get everything prepared and then head to head to work, so it's it's a little tougher on them to get up in the morning and make make a full breakfast, yeah. eat it, and then go to work, you know, it's easier for them to just skip breakfast, they don't have breakfast, and then go straight straight to work, and then we'll flow right into lunchtime, and then that makes... Flows right into the fast, and there from twelve to eight, whatever whatever your first meal is, and then you go from there.
0: Right, and I think um, people get this misconception that breakfast is the most important meal yes, of the day. Yes, sure. You don't need breakfast. Right? Uh, if you had a big dinner the night before, your body's gonna survive off that. It's gonna fuel off that. Um, I think there's benefits as well to intermittent fasting, like uh, cognitively, uh, your brain works better when it's fasting as well. Just um, think about it, when you have breakfast and you have a ton of carbs. You have your typical breakfast, your waffles. Right? Typical American breakfast here. Your waffles, your eggs, your bacon, your orange juice on the side, and your cup of coffee. From my right? hop. From my hop. <laughs> <laughs> or you make it at home. Whatever it may be. For some of you that can't digest carbs properly, um, you might get into what we call like a food coma. right? You start getting sleepy. Oh, the itis. Right? So <laughs> the, the itis. So the itis. <laughs> the, <So> itis. the <laughs> itis. I call it food coma. <laughs> Whenever I have a big meal, that's what happens to me. But, um, yeah, like you, you get to that state where you just feel sleepy, you feel like you don't feel energetic, you don't feel focused. Um, then intermittent fasting is a good option because it, it keeps you focused in the morning and up until uh, noon. And by that time, you got most of your work done for a lot of people who work
1: from 9 to 5. For sure, yeah. I mean, think about, you know, the name like breakfast. It's just break fast. Right, breaking the fast that's all yeah, yeah, it really yeah. is so it's not that's Nate by the way for those of you who don't know Nate that's uh, one of our trainers as well Nathaniel Blau <laughs> yeah he's the one that introduced us to that term break, uh, fist, break fast we love you Nate so break fast you just break the fast that's all it really means so whatever your first meal is that's basically what, what has happened you know it doesn't necessarily have to be eggs and oatmeal and things like that it can be whatever you have as your first meal for the day. yep and that may be lunch the third diet we're gonna talk about is
0: paleo diet uh malcolm's gonna break it down and break down the structure for us and how it works i don't know too much about it so malcolm take it away
1: yeah so when you think about paleo this to me in my opinion is like the best one because you're not really cutting out anything that's uh that's like you know like you're not cutting out carbs you're not cutting out uh you know any kind of meats you're not cutting out any kind of like high fats you're basically just cutting out foods that are, that are made, that are kind of almost, like, man-made almost, in a way. So, like, you think about processed foods, like, like your soda, your your sprites, things like that. You cut out salts. You cut out uh, white white foods, like uh, potatoes. Uh, there's no dairy. <clears throat> there's no redefined sugar. Uh, no lagoons. Um, you know, I know some of you people like cereal, have cereal in the morning. It's really easy and convenient to have. Mm, but just... Probably one of the terrible choices. One of the most. I like cereal. Cereal right. tea. What's wrong with cereal? I think there's good
0: options for cereal, but um, in terms of things you could choose, like oatmeal and something that's gonna keep you full throughout the day longer, um, I think
1: that's better than eating cereal. For sure, yeah, I, I agree, but. You know, growing up as a kid, you know, like. <laughs> growing up as a kid. I know <laughs> you like your Lucky Charms, Lucky Charms, Cocoa Balls. I was thinking about Lucky Charms in my head. That's <laughs> I was thinking about. <laughs> your Cocoa Balls, Lucky Charms. Tricks are for play. kids. Remember you know? <laughs> that commercial. So, in the paleo diet, you can't have cereal. Um, some of the things you can have is this grass grass produced, uh, so like grass fed uh, meats, uh, fish, seafood. Uh, fresh fruits, veggies, uh, nuts, seeds. Uh, you can have eggs as well. Um, we can't have eggs. You can. You can have. You can, oh, have, eggs. You can okay. have eggs. You can have Shit. eggs. Oh, you can have eggs. I was about eggs. to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and then you know the the oils you wanna you wanna have with it. Um, you know you wanna use like walnut oil, uh, olive oil, things like that. Just you know when you're making your food, al- avocado. Um, you know coconut oil. You know how people put that in their pan when they're making their food, their chicken or their meats, things like that just to give it some flavor. Those are allowed, but I feel like if all the things are named off, this is a pretty, it's a basically- Well the, balanced. Well balanced. It's a caveman diet. It's a well balanced diet. It's really simple. You just, you, it's from health for health reasons and as well for, if you're looking at it as a weight loss standpoint as well. I feel like this is like, you know, you can't really necessarily go wrong with it. It's most of the foods that people eat nowadays that, that cause them to have this excessive weight gain or diabetes, why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I'm thinking about Paul. And I'm about to give him a shout out here. The my fit He's doing it. He's doing from, this. Uh, he's on. I think he's still on Paleo. He's still on Paleo. Is yeah, he? He, he. I think he's still on Paleo. We gotta ask him. We gotta ask Paul, him. Paul, you still on Paleo? Please tell us. I don't if you're know. You're listening you, to this podcast. I think he's on like 2080. Please 80. tell us. 2080 on his on his paleo, paleo diet or 8020 something like that. Yeah,
0: but uh, he saw some great results from Paleo. He said his skin got better. I mean, I even saw it from um, interacting with him. On a day-to-day basis, um, his skin definitely cleared up, and he said he felt great. So I think there's some good health benefits in terms of uh, choosing the paleo diet as well.
1: Yeah, it's like I said, the foods that cause people to gain the most weight and have these health issues like diabetes, heart disease, heart disease, stroke, and cancer down the line, is like those processed foods. You know, like having, you know, soda things like that. It's to me, in my opinion, like if you have soda, it's like it's one of the worst food you can have or drinks you can have you know on on a daily it's one it's one of the things where it's just Mm -hmm. it does no good for you right Um, and i've never heard of someone getting
0: fat from eating too many fruits (laughs) right so (laughs) you know you can get fat from drinking a lot of soda but eating too many fruits you're not gonna get fat so don't don't be afraid of fruits
1: uh you know so yeah so you can't get fat from fruits yeah uh, so the dairy one as well. I mean, there's a lot of studies out there about dairy that you know we can we can go on for days about. But dairy is one thing as well that um you know you, you have to cut out if you're on a paleo diet. Yeah. Um, people can go to different routes as far as like coconut milk or coconut yogurt things like that to help them uh, curb that craving for for dairy if they're on a the paleo diet, which will help down the line. But th- those are these are you know those are the things that I feel like you know those that cause people to have this, you know, excessive weight gain over time, you know, they just come to me and they say, I just love soda. And it's like, right. And it's like, why? Yeah, why do you love soda for? It's like, right. so bad for you. Exactly. And let's
0: to go back on what I said earlier about in terms of people who ate too many fruits and never got fat. Um, they have to look at the big picture in terms of their diet, right? A lot of times people are saying, I got fat from eating too many fruits. It's because <laughs> 50 or 70% of their the rest of their diet is shit yeah. right there they're not telling you that they're eating burgers they're not telling you that they're snacking on chips and then all of a sudden they just blame it on oh, i have too many fruits today or i have too many fruits in my diet and i uh, you know i had too many bananas that's the reason why i'm fat no it's not like fix your diet as a whole and stop blaming on you
1: know one food group you may be having yeah a lot of times people you know they want they don't want to give up the things that they love this is pretty much what, what it boils down to right. they, they don't want to give up you know, the things they've been having their parents been giving them over the years and years of 20 some years of living and saying or 30 years of living and like oh my you know I love I love soda or I love cereal in the morning or, I love yeah, the it the funny thing is lucky charms like commercials
0: and like you know media they advertise all this shit all the time like yeah, exactly you know when we were kids I, I used to see I don't watch TV anymore but you know when I used to watch TV all we see is like cereals commercials, like soda commercials, mm-hmm. and all these commercials for uh cereals especially, like saying it's great breakfast, you should be having this
1: for your breakfast all the time. You look at the box or whatever, it's like yeah. it's like uh it's just like great for great for your heart health or whatever and like a hundred different ten different grains and it's like this is BS. Yeah, it's great for your
0: heart health, because it's better than eating bacon and <laughs> and waffles but at the same time, it's still not the best option, right? There's still better options out there.
1: So, the, so our, our eyes are, are attracted to things that are appealing and colorful. If you ever walk down the aisle where cereal is, the aisle is extremely bright and colorful, different right. colors. So, your body, so as a kid, you go walking down the aisle, you're like, oh my God, this is great. Right, compare I'll- a cereal box to an oatmeal box. <laughs> Right, <laughs> there's green. There's green. There's green. One, there's a green box for uh, you know, for apple jacks, and then there's this brown box for for uh, you know, for the uh, uh, oatmeal. Uh-huh. So the the more colorful things are, you know, they the, these companies know that they know that kids are gonna be attracted to things that are, that are brighter colors, and they're gonna it's gonna induce them to hey, hey, mommy, put this in the car. You know, I want this. And as you see this on the commercial or whatever, you and you go to the grocery store, and now you and now you want it. Yep. You know, so, so. so even though paleo
0: uh, restricts some food groups, it's pretty much the food groups you shouldn't be having anyway. Exactly. Uh, like if you want a treat from this food group, then yeah, sure, go ahead. And maybe have a diet soda here and there. Uh, maybe have dairy in terms of like ice cream, right? So if you want to have, you know, a scoop of ice cream here and there, then it's okay. But for the majority of diet, you should not be having ice cream. True. Right? like right. if you're having ice cream, it should be very limited. Maybe like one serving a night and if it's if it's a serving ice cream it should be something with lower fat um, they even have protein ice cream around right mm-hmm. so your Halo Tops um, your enlightened ice cream so yeah, shout out yeah. to those companies you guys should sponsor us for sure
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't even
0: though Halo Top is good you can't eat the whole tub alright so the last and final diet we got discussed that's also very popular it's uh, vegan and Boom. I don't even know <laughs> I don't know where to start for this one um, I like the reasons behind being a vegan if you're against killing animals uh, but I don't think you should be a vegan for health benefits because I think there's a lot of nutrients you're missing from being a vegan even though you're taking uh, your supplements right so you, if you're a vegan you better be taking your supplements <laughs> so uh, vitamin B12 uh, your iron and some other type of uh supplements as well that help with all the nutrients that you're missing from eating meat for sure
1: yeah i i really don't like this diet i'm just gonna say it i don't like i don't like it at all personally I mean, like i said unless you are against the killing animals this one i mean it's like i've seen people who talk about you know being a vegan and they say oh my like it's so bad if you eat meat and whatever and it's like it's just just terrible for you the meat is not bad for you (laughs) the meat is not bad for you being obese and overweight is bad for you meat is not bad for you so so when i so when i think about that you know it's like i I always think like are you talking about people who exercise or not exercising because i know plenty of people who exercise and on a daily on a regular and they eat meat and they're fine you know and I've seen that. I know. I know you probably saw the movie, or some of you may have, may have saw the documentary of What the Health. and a lot of people, you know, went crazy over, over it because they were saying, "Oh my God, you shouldn't eat meat. It's terrible for you." You know, this is this is bad. You know, we we're all we're all against it. You know, but at the same time, you know, our, were were they talking about? People who who, who exercise and what are they talking about people who were active or who worked out four to five to six days a week. You know, and then had a balanced diet and then eat other crap as well. You know, like. Didn't have those processed foods, you know, in their diet, in their diet, you know, as well. So, are you talking about those people? Or are you just categorizing meat as the as the as the culprit here? You know, I don't think that you should you should do that. I don't think that you should co- put co- um, you know put meat in a category or something that you should cut out as for anything in your diet. If you're strength training, if you're someone who is strength training, or if you're someone who is into any kind of resistance training, I feel like meat is like your best friend. And if you cut it out completely, and you why I think that you're just not gonna you're not gonna get the best benefits out of what you're doing in the gym if you're doing any kind of ex- extracurricular activity like a sport or if you're an athlete. Being a vegan doesn't really, I don't think it I don't, I don't think it's gonna help you as a, as a person or as an athlete. Well, yeah,
0: if you want maximum potential in terms of uh, your results in the gym, uh, building muscle in particular, and also strength training, being a vegan is not beneficial um instead you should be eating your meat you should be getting your creatine from your meat uh, you should be getting all your bcas from your meat sources and just getting it from whole foods and not supplements
1: yeah because and I was also too like i still know people who are vegans and it's like <laughs> you're still fat i don't i don't get it i don't, <laughs> get, I don't you get really it. know people that are vegans yes everywhere. i no, do seriously. i met a lady seriously. before here before she was here and she's like i'm a vegan i'm like but yeah. right." are just,
0: but she's overweight, and she probably has like heart condition issue, like high blood pressure.
1: Yeah, she has she was like thirty percent body fat somewhere around there, and I'm. Right. like that's I, not healthy for you guys. I don't get high don't, body fat percentage is not healthy. As how long you been a vegan for? She's been I've been a vegan for a year, and I'm like I don't get how you have been a vegan for a year, and your body fat's is high, or you still weigh this much. You know, like how does how did this happen? Mm-hmm. So to say yes, you may. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she is. She may feel better, but. She is still complaining about her weight, you know, and and not to say that, you know, vegan, being a vegan is the end-all be-all of weight loss. Um, Because, you know, I'm not making it seem like that. I'm just saying that if you're going to cut out an extreme amount of food, um, like, you know, like meat, which they claim is one thing that causes all this, you know, weight gain or or these health issues. But you still have this, you still look like you uh, have this, uh, you know, these health issues and you do have these health issues. And you still That's have this high, high, high yeah, yeah. bifur percentage. I'm like, I don't get right. how this happens. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I said, it's, it's one of the things where I feel like the body, when it comes to strength training or when it comes to being an athlete, the body needs to recover. And the, one of the best ways the body to recover is to take in some form of high protein from meat. Yeah, like,
0: I don't think you should be eating meat all the time. Like, if you really don't like eating meat, you could be having fish. Right? True. They could be having other sources of protein. It doesn't have to be from uh, you know a cow, or it doesn't have to be from a pig. Yeah. Uh, so there's other protein sources out there. I mean, even uh, think about it, whey protein, you know, just the powder form.
1: Yeah. You know, like you're, not, even, you're not killing the animal. Exactly. You're not killing the animal. That's, that's true as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I mean, I had a conversation with a, with, a, with a lady the other day. She said that, oh well, you know, if you look at broccoli. You look at two bowls of bro- two bowls of broccoli is t- ten grams of protein, and then you know you look at uh, uh, five ounces of steak is also ten grams of protein, but the ounce ten of steak five ounces of steak is is thirty grams of fat and two hundred grams two hundred uh, calories in it, and the broccoli is ten grams is uh, ten grams of protein and a hundred ca- hundred calories. Of course, it's going be less calories. Of course, it'll I would calories. hope it'd be less calories. <laughs> it's like it's like duh, it's like you know, but. It's like you're making this case to me, but you're also making making it seem as though that fat is bad, and it's you know fat isn't bad to have at all. It's you know from food, it's not it's not bad to have. Why can't you have the broccoli with you know with the steak and some and some kind of carb with it? Right. What what's the what's wrong with that? I mean, if you're like I said, if you're against killing animals, it's one thing. But if you're gonna argue with me about it or have a, something against it about it for health reasons or for like weight loss reasons or for like beneficial like calorie intake versus calorie you know intake versus outtake then i don't know this is, this is not gonna work all right so we're gonna wrap it up for all those diets and we're just gonna give our thoughts on
0: you know dining in general and nutrition overall uh, my take on it is that there's no such thing as a bad food there's only bad portion sizes um, that's always been my motto in terms of nutrition um, i think you can have whatever the hell you want to have because um, sometimes having that ice cream even though it's bad for you from a nutrition standpoint, it might be helpful for you in terms of your stress levels, right? So if you're stressing a lot, and let's say nutrition makes you happy and it decreases your stress, that could be beneficial in the long run because that's gonna help you burn more body fat being at a lower stress, uh, stress level. The main thing is we don't wanna have too much, right? So if we're stressed out, we just broke up with our girlfriend, boyfriend, and we're having a gallon of ice cream, that's not helpful, but if we're just having let say a, a small cup, you know, a serving here, just to make us feel better emotionally. I think in the long run, we're gonna benefit from that
1: tremendously. I I, I agree with you 100%. Um, you know, I always think about if the if you can't if it doesn't last forever, and you can't sustain it forever. Then what's the point of using it? You know, I understand about you know the quick fixes and you know the weddings coming up and the. You know the vacations coming up or the cruises. You know if you want something that's coming up in a couple of weeks, then yeah, I mean I understand that. I get it. Whatever makes you happy. But if you want sustainability and you want to be healthy for longevity and you want to look good for it forever, you don't want to go through this yo-yo effect. Then. But Malcolm, I want to lose fifty pounds in <laughs> four weeks. I can't help you then. I can't help you. I I advise you to push the Prowler and not eat. You know I don't I, with stuff like that. I don't know what to tell you, but. You know if you want I'm more for longevity there are people you know I'm more for like get to where you want to be that makes you happy and then stay there you know don't go throw yo-yo effects saying I gotta look good for this just be ready to look good for it when you know when that time comes because you had no reason to prepare for it because you're already there anyway you know so have find a find a balanced diet and I feel like one of the best balance one of the best balance you can have you know is the paleo diet That's so my favorite one like I said Combined with intermittent fasting, I feel like those two together for, you know, general population people would, you know, does pain well. So you had a client, you would recommend those two? I would, I would recommend, I would first say to them, you know. Well, I guess every client's different. Everybody's so. different. Everybody's but for different.
0: majority of people, you think, think it should be on that. Topic? Yeah, I think,
1: I think majority of people, I try and preach, I try and preach no processed foods you know, all the time. You know, I try and just say, don't cut it out, but don't cut out cold turkey, just minimize it you know, be mindful of the processed foods the foods that you can't let's say, grow out of the ground right because
0: those are could be the highest in terms of your calories processed food so exactly. once you cut out processed food eventually uh, your calories could decrease right so just think about dieting and nutrition as a you know as a balance beam right you have your calories on one side and then you have your exercise and you know your calorie expenditure on the other side so the food you eat if you eat too much, that scale is gonna be higher on this side here and then you gain weight. But if you eat less and your nutrition is on point and your exercise is on point as well, um, the, the other side of the scale is gonna be higher, right? So it's gonna tip in favor in terms
1: of weight loss. Terry, what do you think about 30 day cleanses? 30 day cleanses? Yeah, like 30 day cleanses is like oh gosh. like, uh, like you know how people do juice cleanses, where they juice for like 30 days? What is it? It's gonna clean your whole body. No, it's <laughs> a, basically you drink, uh, you drink everything, you drink all your drink calories. everything. <laughs> drink everything. You, you mix fruit and uh, cayenne pepper and you know lettuce, whatever, into a blender and you drink it. All right. So and you're it, not gonna use your teeth. So you have teeth. <laughs> you have teeth for a reason. And you're not gonna use them. You're not gonna chew at all. Where are we? A baby. <laughs> so yeah. Thirty day cleanses, um, like I said, right, right concept as far as like trying to get people to start something, but, but people will take it with the with the wrong idea of trying to make it a constant thing. Or oh yeah, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, longer
0: days. <laughs> <laughs> no longer than thirty days. No longer than
1: thirty days. No longer than thirty days. Probably. I think mean, most people I've ever met never lasted more than a week. I never, never, never met anybody met done for thirty days.
0: Yeah. Because it's it's not sustainable.
1: Yeah. I don't think I can even last a week with that. <laughs> I don't think I last a day. Honestly, it's, it's pretty bad. But those, those like I said, those people who put those out there, they have the right idea to get people to move and get people to do something. Almost like when you see like a thirty-day challenge of exercises. Right. You get the right idea to say, "Oh, let me can I? Is it okay for me to try this thirty-day, thirty-day ab exercise or thirty-day?"
0: I actually like that. Yeah. I like the challenges and movement better than nutrition for thirty days, because um, nutrition is not sustainable. I think. Challenging someone to start building their abs or start moving and sustainable because they see the benefits from it They see themselves sweating. They see themselves working hard exactly exactly and they
1: see themselves being committed You just it's, you could know? you actually commit to something which is one thing where we all we really care about as trainers Is you commit to something if you just say I'm gonna commit to this goal and you just go for it You know it's 30 days you did it for 30 days Right now do it for the rest of your life for the rest of your life exactly right Just have some kind of consistency and commit to something. And then you just keep doing it for the rest of your life and you can't go wrong with that, you know. But doing it for 30 days, 30 days only and then stopping from there and then wondering, oh, where's my butt? I don't have any abs yet. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't really know what to tell you. It's just made to get you to do something, you know. Mm -hmm. Right idea, but people don't take it, you know, full-fledged with it. Don't take it to the heart. It's just.
0: Yeah. So whenever you see those thirty day challenges and you want to join especially when you have to pay money for it uh, just don't just don't
1: <laughs> don't save your money save, save
0: your money, money. Save, save your money and go find yourself a trainer Hint, or <laughs> <Us. laughs> or or anyone in general that that's knowledgeable and could like write you a program I think that's more beneficial than you know hopping onto these challenges because a lot of these challenges they offer like 30-day challenge, and then you can win a certain amount of money. So they, you have to pay to enter these contests to win money. So it's kind of like a fraud, or not fraud, but a scam. A scam, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. A, a scam. It's a
1: pyramid scheme.
0: <laughs> a pyramid, not a pyramid scheme, but <laughs> but essentially what these people are doing. These like Instagram models, these Instagram uh, professionals, quote unquote. They just want a lot of people to enter. That way they earn money and then they could give away, of course, like $1,000 for free because they earn so much money already, they could just exactly. give the first place $1,000. And a lot of times these people are not real people, right? They, they give it to their friends or family. Exactly. And then they just Photoshop these pictures and these Instagram accounts they Photoshop are, are not even real people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think a company called Shreds uh, was a company that used to do that with a lot of their their 30-day challenges, There a lot of their athletes were promoting this, and, you know, now you don't hear about them anymore. So, I mean, the, the company's still around, but it's not as popular as it used to be because, you know, people catch on to these bullshit. <laughs> I hear you. All right, so that concludes today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, hope you guys took something out of it and learned something as well. Uh, we really enjoyed speaking about nutrition and you know, these dirty fixes that really don't work in the long run. So I hope you guys enjoyed it and see you guys in the next episode.